Welcome, everybody, to Dark Feather Gaming. This is our gaming news podcast. And as always, this is Thor here with Doc and Sasquatch Sunplay. All right. Um, so for new game announcements, why don't you break us out with your hype news and the article you've got there, Doc? Uh, Guilty Gear, Exard, Rev, and Rev 2 are getting rollback. The beta starts some unspecified time this month. Whoop, whoop. This is a incredibly hype announcement, one I personally wasn't expecting for at least another year, given how recently Strive came out still, but I am really excited to get back into Exard. I've been playing it a bunch recently. I have that one, too. Yes, and it'll mean it'll Why? actually be it for like two weeks. It'll be super playable for all of us to play together when it gets rollback. I... Explain the rollback thing to me again. OK, so there are two basic types of uh, netcode for fighting games. Delay based, which is the old style and rollback, which is the newer style. Uh, delay will put an artificial delay on your inputs based on the latency between you and the person you're playing against um, to, to try and match up so that things happen properly in the time they're supposed to when you push buttons. Uh, what rollback does, instead of putting a delay, it will effectively guess what your next move is going to be and if you do something that's not what it predicted, it'll roll back the frames and correct to what you input. Okay. Meaning there's significantly less latency between between players. So is it like a machine learning thing? I'm not entirely sure. I'm pretty sure it's all just voodoo magic, but so, it's wonderful. Yeah, <laughs> But that's coming, and I am incredibly excited. Yeah, it's pretty cool. All right, what do you got for us there, Sasquatch? Quite a bit. Konami has announced that Sukoiden 1 and uh, Sukoiden 2 remasters are going to be on the way. It will be named Sukoiden 1 and 2 HD Remaster Gate Rune and Dunan Unification Wars. Um, so these are the first two games in the JRPG series, and they will be released in a single package sometime next year on consoles and PC. Um, usually Konami cash grabs is pretty hard. So the fact that they're both coming out simultaneously in the, for the same purchase, it's pretty great, honestly. I dig it. Uh, I've heard about the Suikoden series for literally decades and have never had a chance to play it. So I'm sure. definitely looking forward to that. I've heard it's really good. A few weeks ago in the big, nice, uh, what was it, Call of Duty Next Showcase, they announced a few things as well as officially announcing the leaked kind of look forward to Escape from Tarkov knockoff mode, Call of Duty DMZ. Um, it's just going to launch simultaneously Warzone 2.0 uh, sometime, what was that, November 16th, so two and a half weeks after Modern Warfare 2 launches. That's when it will launch with Warzone. Uh, much like Tarkov, you'll load in, do some objectives, then leave, and there'll be lootable stuff, and you can lose your loot when you die, and who knows how it will work. There'll be other players and AI enemies, which are apparently dangerous. So 
if you're looking for a more hardcore-ish style Call of Duty Battle Royale type game, you got it. It's on the way and it's official. Hmm. Interested. Hollow Knight Silk Song, the much anticipated sequel to Hollow Knight, has been officially announced for PS4 and PS5. Um, Sony announced this in a tweet as well as the developer in a release. Um, so, yeah. Um, if it's launching alongside the Xbox release sometime next June, who knows? But it has been officially confirmed for Sony platforms. Uh, Power World, my highly anticipated game, which was unfortunately delayed into next year. Um, referred to as Pokemon with Guns and Crime, uh, has been officially announced for Xbox with an Xbox release alongside the PC version. Um, nice. However, with this announced came a delay. So if it will launch on Games Pass, who knows? Games Pass has a free trial edition of their prior game, Craftopia. Um, yeah, but when they announced this, they announced a new trailer showing cute Pokemon-like creatures shooting at each other and exploding and kidnapping and Pokemon sweatshops. Who knows what's going on? But it's also coming to Xbox. Motive Studio, one of the newer studios within Electronic Arcs, has announced that it is developing a single-player Iron Man game alongside and in collaboration with Marvel Games. There is no title yet for it, but it is a single-player third-person action title starring well Iron Man. The vice president of Overwatch 2 development has decided that, you know what, they want to explore brand collaborations, specifically citing Fortnite's Naruto crossover, and this was in an interview. So much like with other free-to-play games, they're looking for cross-everything, uh, cross-brand collaborations, so you can get your weird Naruto skins for various Overwatch 2 heroes, agents. Agents, I think they're called. I don't remember. Speaking of Overwatch 2, it's like impossible to play. And I've played it like four matches just because the queues are like two hours long. Because, you know, you have to give the small indie company that is Activision Blizzard, you know, a pass for not having correct server capacity. It's not like they've dealt with MMOs for the past 20 years. Sega has announced a partnership with Oasis, um, a developer who specializes in blockchain technology, and it's for a blockchain-based game. Um, this is for the development of a new Sengokushi Tyson title. Um, this will be the first company, uh, first game from Sega based on blockchain technology, um, specifically Oasis's blockchain technology. So there's not much more coming here though to be noted sega has collaborated with other sort of blockchain technology companies um specifically jump tokyo to sell nft digital content supposedly horizon zero dawn is getting the same remake remaster treatment that the last of us part one got as well as having a new multiplayer game being reportedly in development so for fans of horizon zero dawn uh uh, good. Uh, that's good. That's good. I mean, the game still looks great. Even the PC port um, from a couple of years ago. 
2019, I believe. Looks great and everything, but uh, yeah, so that remake remaster is on the way. And a, and a uh, multiplayer game. CD Projekt Red, in a huge information dump, has announced a bunch of new sequels. And the biggest one was probably Project Orion, which is a Cyberpunk 2077 sequel. This seems to be where their multiplayer version went. And this is still they're still planning on supporting Cyberpunk 2077 with the first of the single player DLCs being Phantom Liberty. Aside from Project Orion, they announced multiple Witcher games and a new IP. There are a few. What are they? Code games. They have the Witcher Polaris, the Witcher Canis Majoris and the Witcher Sirius. Um, nothing really on the new IP. They just said it was in the earliest stages of creative process. And it's officially Cyberpunk 2077 Orion. So who knows? It's just code names, no actual working titles yet. But those are going to be coming across the next decade as they ramp up the production on all of them and increase their studio size. The newest Need for Speed game, Need for Speed Unbound. Uh, had a few leaks, and we can just say the leaks are very anime, extremely anime. There is nothing else to say from this except they are absolutely just anime. Um, on October 6th, that is today, this morning, they also officially announced more on it uh, on their YouTube channel with an official trailer. So you can check that out if you want. And let me tell you, it is extremely anime. There's nothing else to say, but it is extremely anime. It's really being touted to as a sort of return to the Need for Speed Underground days, which is really when they need to get back to. Uh, that makes me a lot more interested in it. Yeah. Absolutely, right? I, 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 I love Need for Speed up to uh, and including like, what was it? Uh, Need for Speed Most Wanted, the, the second time they made Most Wanted, because... There was an earlier most wanted, um, but like they just released a bunch of them that were not Bad. not good. I like, mean, I enjoyed the run, when, but it, it was, was when Criterion took over because then he got all the physics from like the burnout games, but it mm -hmm. just wasn't the same. Yeah, I really enjoyed the run when it came out, but it didn't have a lot of replay value. No. But yeah, if you have time, check, out the, the original, check like, out the trailer for Unbound. It's pretty cool. It's pretty stylish. It's styling. I wouldn't mind an HD remake of uh, Need for, like the original Need for Speed Most Wanted. That would be hot. I think they did. No. I think if they, I they made another Most Wanted game and it was not the same game. It was good, but it wasn't the original Most Wanted. I think if I had one wish for a remake on a Need for Speed game, it'd be Hot Pursuit. That was always my favorite. That would be my second choice. Uh, that or High Stakes. High Stakes was probably the best in the series. I still just like Underground 2. Underground, Underground 2, then Underground, then eh. High Stakes, Underground 2, Most Wanted. That's, that's my tier list. All right. And in the final little bit of new game news I have, 
Uh, Capcom revealed new content coming for Resident Evil 8 Village. There'll be some single player DCL, DC, DLC called Shadows of Rose, where you play as Rose, Ethan Winters, you know, baby daughter who she's who he saved. This will be taking 16 years after the original events. So you're going to be a 16 year old girl fighting monstrosities and watching her get murdered. So enjoy. Um, apparently, it's going to be a rather hardcore expansion because she can only use a handgun with a little bit of ammo and a medkit, but she apparently has a little bit of special powers. So what happens when you're kidnapped by, you know, eight foot tall, sexy vampires or something. All right. And that's all the new game news I have. <laughs> How about the uh, legal debacles and such? Ooh. Uber has suffered a total compromise system hack. So uh, change oh, no. your shit. Change your shit. Um, they have accused a member of the lapses hacking gang. Where the fuck that is? So yeah, um, that's what's going on. So check your stuff, secure your shit personally and work and everything. I've seen fallout from this. Rockstar Games has also blamed a hacker for that GTA 6 leak that happened a few weeks ago, and they say they are, quote, extremely disappointed in the leak, and I don't know why they would be. It's just some development stuff and animation measuring, and I don't, I don't know why you'd be extremely disappointed. We've learned nothing from that besides some character customization. The stu- the uh, cheat selling hack making studio company that Bungie is suing has co- filed a countersuit back at the studio itself. Um, apparently, they said that Destiny that the uh, Bungie themselves hacked into one of the developers' personal computers in the process of finding who they were. Uh, Aim Junkies being that studio. They are saying Bungie violated the Computer Fraud and Abuse Act of 1986. So, yeah. And they said that they did this before Bungie implemented the LSLA changes in their end user license agreement, which allows them to monitor all programs on people's computers. So, yeah, they're trying to get uh, any some unspecified amount of damages back with their counterclaim. Let's see. Microsoft CEO Satya Nadella is confident that the proposed buyout of Activision Blizzard will be approved by regulars. And they are going based off the fact that Microsoft is considered the fourth or fifth biggest gaming company right now, while Sony is number one. Um, He's confident that this purchase won't shift anything further than it was, along with the promise that the games from Activision Blizzard will remain multi-platform throughout their lifespan will be enough to convince the regulars to let this buyout happen. Speaking of Activision Blizzard, Overwatch 2 is having a rather rough launch. Blizzard is blaming a massive DDoS attacks on the servers, and that would probably be why nobody can fucking connect. Um, Amongst other things, such as requiring users to tie a mobile phone number to their account, which some of that is changing until today or tomorrow. Users who had prepaid plans could not tie their mobile phone numbers to their account. And this is in an attempt to secure accounts as well as 
stop hackers and cheaters from just spam creating more accounts, but they're reverting it back to just any old cell phone mobile number, perhaps even Google numbers. Um, who knows? But there's uh, plenty of issues going on with Overwatch 2, including a lot of Overwatch 1 cosmetics and other loot box items not converting. So it's a mess. Oh, the old debacles I got. I had one that's kind of just a quip more than anything, I guess. Apparently, uh, a League of Legends champion uh, delay or a championship was delayed because a player wore Crocs. Uh, so according to Dot Esports, there was a League of Legends World Tournament um, that was briefly delayed because someone wore Crocs, which is a violation of the dress code in the official rulebook. Good. <laughs> Weird flex, but okay. Um, <laughs> I I just I want to know. I, I just I'm. I, it seems like the type of thing that there's like there's a story behind that. It's probably just mostly a safety thing since Crocs don't really secure to your feet very well. They're, you know, really like a slip on. And with all of the cable, and the stages and everything, it's, you know, a tripping and an injury hazard. And that's my best guess for it. But they also, also smell it, awful. That's what I was they, they that, that's so going to say. If everyone was wearing Crocs, could you imagine the smell in those places? Holy shit. Probably already bad enough with all the fans being in there who don't put on deodorant. Precisely. All right. How about our industry news? I think you had a couple. Oh, you had one, Doc, I believe, actually. That's where your other one was. Yeah. Um, console hacker has revealed an essentially unpatchable PS4, PS5 exploit. Uh, vulnerable, uh, the vulnerability comes by way of noted console hacker C. Turt. And if he's to believe, there's effectively no way for Sony to patch it. Um, well, that's what they said about the PS3 and the PS4 jailbreak. And they were patched. <laughs> uh, according to C. Kurt, he revealed the exploit to Sony a year ago via the bounty program, but they have not done anything about it. Uh, so he's planning to release the proof of concept publicly. Um, the issue lies within Sony's PS2 on PS4 emulator, specifically the just-in-time compiler that turns the PS2 code into PS4-ready code on the fly while a game is running. Uh, Sony gave the compiler privileged access to the system, so the machine treats every bit that comes out oh, of it no. as legitimate. Uh, c managed to hijack the compiler to run games that Sony has not authorized. Okay, this really does seem like it'd just be patched out. I have no idea. I don't know anything about that. <laughs> um, hardware emulation was the entire reason they supposedly couldn't emulate on the PS3, yet here they are. Hardware emulating, apparently. That's the only way it couldn't be patched well, off. It's it was on, hardware emulation. Uh, it's on the, not on the PS3, it's on the PS4. Right, but they put hardware emulation in on the PS4 and the PS5, but they couldn't do it on the PS3. Hmm. I don't know the PS3 had a wonky operating that like too. problems. Oh, absolutely. That's why you don't see many PS3 games of PC. It was a great, great infrastructure if you were doing something only for the PlayStation 3, which is why you had games such as uh, Metal Gear Solid 4 look absolutely amazing. And The Last of Us at the time be absolutely groundbreaking. Um, that's why, 
but if you were trying to make the title for multiple consoles that's why you had multi-platform games look like a box of poop on the ps3 compared to even the fucking xbox 360 So what do you got over in industry news there, Sasquatch? Google Stadia is shutting down. <gasps> Shock! I thought I'd say this a few years ago, but here we are. It will be officially be shut down on mid-January 2023. And quite honestly, Google is refunding everybody's hardware and software purchases. So good on them. Oh, that's cool. That's something, that's something really that, you know, I would never expect as well. I mean, usually games, companies, you know, cough, cough, Ubisoft, cough, cough recent, of recent news. Um, they just take that money because it's in the license agreement. But uh, yeah, a quote is for the Stadia team, building and supporting Stadia from the ground up has been fueled by the same passion for games that our players have. Many of the Stadia team members will be carrying this work forward in other parts of the company. We're so grateful for groundbreaking work of the team and we look forward to con- continuing to have an impact across gaming and other industries using the foundational Stadia streaming technology. So they're probably going to sell that technology out to other companies. But uh, yeah, many, many uh, developers are looking for ways forward and a few of them have found a couple examples being uh, Bethesda um, for the Elder Scrolls Online version on Stadia. They are transferred since they they decided that since the Stadia version played with the PC servers, that is where they're going to transfer everyone's purchases over. They will be getting a one for one copy of everything from that they have Google Stadia over to Steam, I believe. That's what I read earlier. Um, now, if you know those Stadia users' PCs will even run Elder Scrolls Online, because that might be why they had Stadia to begin with. Who knows? Uh, Bungie is doing the same thing. They're transferring everything purchased over within Stadia into the platform of choice for their player base, since it's all cross-platform anyways on Bungie, and they just need to choose where they want that stuff to go. Um, In other weird industry news, Final Fantasy. What do Final Fantasy and Assassin's Creed have in common? They're both coming to Magic the Gathering. Oh, I hate the universe is beyond. This is terrible. This is amazing. No, it's not. Get your your hair attitude out of here. No, 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 no. Listen to me on this. This has the comics crash of the 90s all over it when they started doing every little single fucking crossover possible. Hasbro has literally said they want to make Magic a billion dollar, billion dollar franchise. It, within 10 years, it's not close, and they're hoping for a 10% increase in revenue next year, and the game I've loved my entire life is fucking dying before my eyes. It's like, cradle, it's cold in any body. I say strike while the iron's yes. hot. We want a Pokemon magic crossover. Yes, I want Gideon Jura smashing <laughs> Pikachu's face in <laughs> with blood and gore everywhere. Um, yeah, Hasbro, not even Wizards of the Coast, is in charge of Universes Beyond, and they're kind of pushing for a lot more crossovers. It's getting really Overwatchy in here, really Fortnite y. 
Um, yeah, so this is going along with the recent releases of The Walking Dead set, The Stranger Things ones, Street Fighter, Fortnite, the upcoming Warhammer 40k ones, as well as the Doctor Who one, which hasn't had much announced yet. That's a lot. What about um, the Transformers in uh, Brothers War? Those aren't those aren't even real cards either. They couldn't even give them like the fucking Godzilla cards treatment. They just exist, but they're not playable. Why aren't they playable? Because Hasbro's fucking retarded. That's all I got. Um, these are yeah. Um, they're calling these tent pole releases of twenty twenty two. Um. Yeah, they're saying multiple sets since multiple sets have earned $100 million in revenue. This has be this has Magic the Gathering on track to be Hasbro's first brand to generate $1 billion in annual revenue all on its own. And it's probably the thing that's keeping Hasbro afloat at this point. Um, as to what formats these Universe Beyond cards are going to be compatible with, Hasbro doesn't know yet. They haven't released anything. They don't even know how they will be sold. Um, what formats they'll be in, if they're going to be print on demand like Secret Lair or just artificially created a scarcity to make them more expensive. Who knows? We're, we're living in a real world. This is on top of the 90, $999 30th anniversary proxy set they just announced. Do you want six? Do you want four packs of magic cards for $999? Well, Hasbro's your company. Yeah, that's that's the biggest load of crock. That's that's what's going to kill magic is dumb shit like that um they're trying to use it as a way around <laughs> what they call the reserve list in magic which is cards that they made a f- informal agreement with people on to not reprint however they also previously said that non-tournament legal versions of the cards also can't be printed um which they were called gold border cards at the time they were special like prizes given out signed by you know famous players and artists um those aren't allowed to reprint those cards but apparently if you just put a different back on them that's a way around it according to hasbro and wizards of the coast so we'll probably see a lawsuit against them here so that's i'm really salty about magic recently i'm sorry I don't know. Other than the 30th anniversary price tag, I'm pretty hype about everything I've been hearing about Magic. (laughs) Speaking of being salty about things, PSVR 2 isn't compatible with anything PSVR, Sony has said. Oh, come on. Um, Sony cites that for a truly next generation VR experience. It can't be backwards compatible. So there's there's Thor getting all salty about stuff. Did you think you would go buy a PSVR too and then have a great big back catalog of PSVR games store? Well, no, fuck just, you. No, you wait. It's just like, I thought, okay, everything on the PS5 is backwards compatible to PS4. I thought this whole like backwards compatibility era was behind us. Why are we back here? No, because they already are past the backwards compatibility area, era just, because, you know, they did it for a bit and they realized, nah, why? I, I whatever. The entire quote is literally PSVR games are not compatible with PSVR 2 because PSVR 2 is designed to deliver a truly next generation VR experience. This is so fucked because I, I don't even have a PSVR. popular but I've got, I've got VR game is Beat Saber and it doesn't need to be truly generational. See, I, 
I don't even have a PSVR, but I have a bunch of PSVR games that I've got for free every once in a while through PS Plus that I've been stashing away. And as soon as PSVR See, 2 is announced, right there. I was like, okay, I'm, I'm going to wait until the PSVR 2 comes out, and then I'll get one of those and then try out all these games I've been stashing away on the PSVR 2. Nah, fuck me. See, that's oh, what they were looking at. They at were looking at people who downloaded that it. stuff. They looked at all the people who were saving that stuff, be like, they're going to wait for PSVR 2. No, no, they aren't. We're going to make them get a PSVR 1 and then a 2. Oh, man. Um, well, at so, least you didn't spend the money on those VR games. I didn't spend a dime on the games, at least, so it's not like it's a waste I mean, even you, if I don't use them. You, but kind of did. you kind of did. It's just you didn't spend any extra money outside the Plus subscription. Yeah, but I would have the subscription like regardless of the P- of the VR stuff, because those are usually just bonus stuff, but it's 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 a matter of perspective. I don't know. All right, I'm. I'm really. I really just have a bit of tech news left. That one kind of verged there on the border of yeah what, legal what, debacles and industry and tech. Yeah, we got or, some. Uh, yeah, we got, we got some scalper. Good news for scalpers, right? That's what's happening. Um, I don't. I guess yeah. EVGA is abandoning the GPU market, citing conflicts with Nvidia. Um, so one of the most popular GPU manufacturers is backing out of work with NVIDIA. So who knows? Maybe someone else will rise up and take their spots. They're still going to be working with AMD, though. So we'll be seeing this Radeons from them. Um, there's a quote directly from Steve Burke. Let's see... We're not going to be on NVIDIA, be on NVIDIA CEO Jensen Huang's lap on stage. So I don't want people to speculate what's going on when we're not there. EVGA has decided not to carry the next gen. So this is going to be specifically impacting the 4000 series, which has started to be announced for the hefty price range of $1,800 plus. That's a, that's another news entirely. They are quad slot cards that are like almost twice the size of the 3000 series. What the fucking fuck? GPU technology is going backwards so incredibly fucking fast. They're not even trying to find chips that they can work a lower temperature through. They're just making them larger with more fans because they can't truly fucking innovate. And they're just slapping more stuff on there in the need war room. I'm really salty this week. I've realized well, like, what the fuck? <laughs> these these GPUs are like the size of literal bricks. I I have a fucking meme I'm going to send you in our Facebook chat that I think will just show you the size. It'll show you the size of them. It is not I, good. There's I also anime titties involved, I mean, I, so you're welcome. I, yeah, they're they're like I was unnecessarily I was, large. I was astounded at the take size. A, take a look at the size of this card. <laughs> Don't mind the a, anime titties. That's just a good reference size. Jeez, like I thought my, oh, my fifty seven hundred was hefty when I got it because it was literally twice the side of size of my previous card, and that's like. Twice the size of size of my fifty seven hundred. Yeah, no, yeah. Like GPU technology is literally brick. just going fucking backwards. They're not actually making faster chips. They're just putting more fucking on there. That's what I'm convinced of. 
Tell me I'm wrong. Look, we doubled every oh, we doubled all the capacity. Don't mind that the cards have also doubled in size and need quadruple the cooling. Don't worry about that. And like triple the uh, power supply, probably. I couldn't I couldn't put one in my computer because of my NVMe drive. That is more important to me. I guess I'll be sticking with the 3000 series. Fuck that, man. Jesus Christ. And the 3000 series also got bigger, too. <sighs> the quote continues. EVGA is committed to our customers and will continue to offer sales and support of the current lineup. Also, EVGA would like to say thank you to our great community for the many years of support and enthusiasm for EVGA graphics cards. So, yeah, there we go. And then I had something else talking about how the 49, the RTX 4090 and 4080 were the most powerful consumer GPs ever, but I've salted myself over this. Of course, they're going to be. They always are. They're going to be overpriced to launch. And I'm not going to upgrade my motherboard or remove an NVMe and upgrade literally everything else for a minimal increase in power. Yeah, (laughs) I don't think that would even fit in my current case. No, I had to buy a new case just to fit the fucking 27. The. The, whatever I have, the RTX 2080 Titan. I had to upgrade my case to be wider for that. Just say I was like, you know what? Cool. I have a cooler case now. I'm I need still, to upgrade my case. I'm still running a 1080 Ti and it's a beast still. I don't care what anyone says. We stress tested it sure, the other night yeah. pretty hard and like it's still a champ. Yeah, I mean, mine's going to be good past like probably the 6000 series, but it's just still fucking annoying because by the time I have to upgrade, I'm going to have a server sized fucking room full of a GPU. Have I told you about a brand called Mountain Mods cases? I don't know, but at this point, I'm just going to start buying gaming laptops and upgrading those every few years because it's the same price as a GPU and I don't have to fuck with it. And they're always the same size. And I'll just buy a fucking dock and plug monitors into and be happy. Nothing you will ever do will fix the overheating problem. I've discovered though, it'll always um, get. Mine so doesn't actually high. overheat. I just have it on like a nice little raised platform. It's good for me. I mean, like sometimes I game on there if my compute, my desktop's upgrading. I always stream to it, so it's constantly running and processing video and putting that out is quite intensive for it well, too. Like, mine, so. mine is pretty good. It can run a lot of different games fairly well. I do the same thing. I prop it up. I keep my fans on. Um, and a lot of games it can run, it runs RuneScape, no problem, and a lot of other games. But anytime it starts running a really heavy game, it gets like super hot it's, and starts it's all the titty physics you have in the Skyrim mods. No, I mean, like, it's um, when I was running, um, what's it, Dungeon Alchemist, it was like I was afraid it was going to melt. That's weird because I've never had that issue with mine. It must be just like a manufactured faults on the laptop you have because I, I mean some of the selling point of some of them is that they run cooler and quieter than others so and i mean you didn't have to buy yours anyways so yeah it's not like i paid for it, it yeah. and it's an hp like i wouldn't buy an hp if i have my choice ever anyways and that's probably why it gets hot because that, that I, makes HP sense because mine's a... had, it's hot as shit what the fuck is mine? Mine is a MSI 
So like it's manufactured Solid. by hardware manufacturers. So. Solid. All right. I got no more legal debacles industry slash tech news mashups here. Just fucking like anger seeping out of my pores at this point. The only movie, TV, and comics news I have is that Genshin Impact is getting an anime, apparently. So there's that. The important news, the important news about that is it's coming from Studio UFO Table, and they are fantastic. Nice. Um, their recent works include what is it? Coyote Ragtime Show. Uh, they do all the Fate Zero. They do the Fate series. Our most recently, Fate Zero. Oh, um, yeah. The Garden of Sinners, and I think they're. Honestly, their biggest work to date would be the uh, Demon Slayer Kimetsu no Yaiba movie, um, the Train to Mugen. Okay, I'm I'm into this then. I'll, I'll check so, it out. They're fantastic. Um, they have worked on multiple gaming properties as well, such as the God Eater series. There's a ton of animated anime sequences in those. They're fantastic, as well as on Tales of Zestaria the X. Um, so they work really closely with Bandai Namco. I mean, it doesn't mean much here since this is a. Uh, the Hoyo, uh, Hoyoverse, Hoyoverse game. Now that's what they're called. There really isn't much on it. It's just becoming an anime. So maybe you have to pay the gachas to roll and see the characters in it. Who knows how it's going to work? Pray to the gacha gods. You can see the characters in the, the anime. Um, also, another bit of anime news is a... Onimusha anime is coming to Netflix. It is an older gaming series. Um, I remember so, Onimusha. That's yeah. the, that, uh, the, it was an Onimusha 3 that came with the sweet sword controller, Yes, right? it is. Yes, it was. That's it right there. Please, please bring that back. <laughs> so, yeah, there's... Uh, yeah, it's on the way. There's a Netflix anime adaptation of it. They're pretty hardcore fucking brp style like super fucking hard um there was just one screenshot shared of it and it looks pretty it's a pretty pretty screenshot um or something so it is 3d cgi so if that kind of bothers you it is what it is sometimes it looks good sometimes it looks bad it can definitely kind of throw you off um i guess doc think of the dragon ball movie that sort of style that like little slightly off 3D CGI, but if you work with it, you can make it look really good. And if not, it looks well, the, really uh, bad. The the animation style kind of like uh, Arxis uses for Guilty Gear. Yes. yes, yes, which is by far like the best anime fighting like engine or style. Yeah, it's like it's, it's really it's, weird they do that because they can just completely get away with the 2D. But like it's just it's honestly just easier to model 3D things and then move them in that sort of manner then try to rig a 2d piece of art yeah especially for like their super cinematic camera angles um yeah. honestly i think i think a studio should hire arxis to animate an anime with with their uh guilty gear engine did strive have like a five hour long fucking sing quote in quotes single player uh anime Story. Yes. I never looked. Did it? see? They it's, don't need. They don't need to be hired. They just have their own. They just do their own anime, and then conveniently release both a amazing metal soundtrack and awesome fighting game alongside it. Exactly. You pay for the ant movie. 
you got a fighting game and metal soundtrack on the side. I've been this entire podcast. I've been trying to launch Overwatch 2, and every time I get to the main menu, the servers are down. So, yeah, it's in a great place. I mean, that that sounds like most Blizzard launches up until the last couple for Warcraft, where, you know, there's a nine month long queue. And if you do get in, there's like a 87.99 repeating chance of getting booted every 10 minutes. Trying to think. Battle for Azeroth. I don't remember that one. That was four years ago. Shadowlands was also pretty bad. It was like impossible to fucking. Especially if you like logged out in Orgrimmar or Stormwind where the portal to the Shadowlands was to begin everything. You were fucked. It was load in crash or load in, but none of your actions connect to the server. So then you get booted for being AFK. All right, well, I'm clearly not going to be playing Overwatch 2. The the, uh, the only other thing we have on here, some updates on RuneScape. Um, they announced that they're finally releasing Master Skill Capes, so uh, or Master Max Capes. Um, so this will be Max Capes for getting all skills to 120. Um They, uh, they look pretty neat. I'm pretty excited. Uh, these have been anticipated for quite a while. Um, they've also announced new skilling locations that are going to be arriving, as well as new overrides and some updates throughout the rest of this year. Uh, next year, they're looking to add a new story arc, um, update death costs. I'm really hoping they start making death like dying in the game really shitty again. Um, they, it kind of started losing some of its shine when dying in the game was just like, oh no, I, I died. I have to pay a hundred K to get all my stuff back. Like that's just, it's not the same. So I'm hoping they're going the other way and not making death less punishable. Um, they're also adding new training method and a new skill next year. So lots of noise around that. Uh, I still haven't totally dived into the new content yet. Um, I've been playing a little bit of RuneScape and a little bit of Final Fantasy fourteen. Um, that's all I've really had time for lately. Um, but I have been trying to catch up on RuneScape and dive into some of the new content that's that's come our way. Um, and I have caught up with everything on Final Fantasy fourteen at least. Um, what have you been playing the last few weeks there, Doc? Uh, I got back into Magic the Gathering very suddenly. Um, nice. I've been having quite a bit of fun with that. Um, Final Fantasy 14, Guilty Gear Exard, Guilty Gear Strive. I played a little bit of Dragon Ball Fighters uh, this last week. I've been working my way through the uh, side content of Soul Hackers 2. Uh, I've hopped on Cyberpunks 2077 a couple times. Um, I think that's about it for what I've been playing. Nice, been surfing around a bit. Yeah. How about you, Sasquatch? Besides uh, trying Overwatch 2. Hey, 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 I've played like four total matches over the past three days since <laughs> launch. Um, Running a few dungeons and doing raids here or there, and wow. Uh, I've been playing a lot of Destiny 2 lately, and I hit the max light level already, and so I was like, oh, okay. Uh, just doing other stuff to get enough gear. 
and mats to upgrade all the gear and exotics and guns I used of 1570. Um, let's see what else. Let me just look at my my Steam recently played should tell me. Oh, it's not even launched. A oh, rip. <laughs> uh, Valorant, as usual. Um, shoot, man. I guess really not that much. I did start playing a bunch of New World again, getting ready for the new zone and the new player starting experience, as well as a new weapon. A whole bunch of stuff coming on October 18th. So I'll probably dive back into there quite hard for a bit. Mm-hmm. That's that's about it. Nice. Oh, look, you can pre-purchase Need for Speed Underground Unbound on Steam for, I'm sorry, $69.99. Yeah, nice. That's uh, kind of expensive. Yeah, I think I'll wait for a game that'll just be a single-player game for me. Oh, look, Dead Space Remaster is available now for $59.99, or for pre-purchase. Wow. Nice. EA, EA you're, uh, you're kind of being weird there. One game is $70, one is $60. Didn't you get together? Uh, oh, Steam Next Fest is on, so look for those sales, guys. Yeah, so right. there you go. I've been playing some stuff. Nice. All right, well, I guess that's going to do it for us this week then. So thanks so much, everyone, for tuning in. Don't forget to like and subscribe, all that good stuff. And come join us here on Discord when we record every Thursday night. Thanks so much, everyone, and have a great weekend. See you next week. Still fucking salty about magic right now. <laughs> <laughs>